and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis and Benjamin Holden. Today's podcast is all about making the most from our mistakes and no one is immune to making mistakes. It's just a normal part of being a human being. No one is perfect and we always come across times where you know that you made a mistake and you can't really go back on it. But if we simply apologize and carry on as before, we're always in danger of repeating those same errors and those same mistakes. Yeah, 100% agree. Then I think just before we kick off, it is well and truly time for... Why are you pulling my face? I know you guys can't see Lisa Davis' face, but it's like the look of... Disgust. Why? I just don't like it. Just don't like it. Um, But just before we dive in... I'll um, briefly discuss what we're going to talk about. And it's it's all going to be about making the most out of our mistakes today. Because we've all fucked up. We've all made mistakes. But most people don't talk about it. We think that failure is a bad thing. But today, we really want to talk about why mistakes and failure can be a good thing. And everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer in this. And... As I said many times, I believe in the law of attraction and that everything is your own fault. And it's something that me and Lucy have spoke mm-hmm. quite a lot about before. So if we adopt these terms, it means you are worthy of what's going on in your life, whether that's good or bad. Yeah, 100%. And when we don't learn from our mistakes, we tend to inflict unnecessary stress on ourselves and on other people. And this is where we risk losing people's confidence and trust in us. Now, we will be giving you some of our personal business mistakes over the last two years as well in today's episode. I think it's really important for you to actually see how we have made mistakes. And it's like success just doesn't happen with a snap of the fingers, how a lot of people see it. Oh my God, we've made mistakes. Like we've, we've been through quite a lot in terms of like personal level and business and things like that. And mistakes are like really, really common. And you kind of have to see it as the world is always changing, like everything. So including economic and cultural systems, they all have different life cycles and everything is in a constant state of flux. So when it comes to like a crossroads, you have a choice to make. You either go one of two ways. Sometimes you choose the wrong path i.e. that's when you make a specific mistake. Mm -hmm. And I think this one is a tough one because we need to view this as like this kind of way because then it means we can see these experiences as life testing us and helping us to grow rather than just shitting on us from a great height. And like Lucy said, today we're going to be talking about things we probably haven't spoken about before in regards to relationships, in regards to mistakes that we've made in our business or personal life choices and decisions that have impacted us long term and things that we've learned from them so i've done this many a times i've ended up making mistakes like we all do and we end up kicking and screaming he does he kicks and screams well <laughs> hopefully not literally <laughs> but we all, we all get like it when you punch a wall or you swear one too many times or you think that everything is or ever, life is kind of conspiring against you and the, we have that thing that I spoke about before called the Snow White effect, which often defines a lot of people like, oh, everything always happens to me. 
you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That kind of vibe. We want to squash those vibes that you are simply a victim of life and everything that happens because it's just going to define you in your future. Yeah, and I'd actually just wanted to tell you a quote from Mark Zuckerberg oh, because wow. when it comes in with entrepreneurs and so me and Ben, obviously, we own a business, we're entrepreneurs. A lot of you guys listening might have your own business and things like that. And risk is basically mandatory. Like it comes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. Now, Mark Zuckerberg believes don't even bother avoiding making mistakes because you're going to make tons of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And the important thing is to learn quickly from your mistakes that you make and not to give up. And I think the important part there is the not giving up aspect. And Ben always tells me a, it's not a quote, but it's the guy who owns KFC. He only... Um, basically the business only became successful when he was 58. Was it, is, was he 58 or 68? Um, I think he was 58 after being turned yeah, down about 40 times from different There's investors. Well. He was turned down like every single time. So he's obviously making these mistakes. He's, he's learning from them. And now it's one of the most successful takeaway places and he didn't give up. I think a lot of people, as soon as they make like one little mistake, and this could even be relevant in the gym or like whatever they're doing, or they have like a a fat ass burger when they go out and they think they've made a mistake with their diet and then they give up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't be that, I don't want to, I don't know how to word it, but don't be that sloppy where you just give up when you make one mistake because I don't, that's obviously not the best way to approach a situation because it's happened to so many people and I don't want you to think if you do make a mistake that you've completely fucked up because you've not you will learn so much from whatever that mistake was can I ask you a really important question as well you can yeah what would your KFC order be I used to get those little chicken popcorn nugget things that's shit chicken popcorn that's all you'd order but those fun little boxes that wouldn't feed a five-year-old well, that is the only thing. I don't really get takeouts like that, to be honest. I'm not like a massive fan. But it would be the popcorn chicken. I haven't had a KFC for a while, but I remember when, and this is something I'm going to talk about today's podcast, when I used to work for the police. And some days after I was hungover, I'd go and get one of those family boxes and used to get like, no That's joke, naughty. like 24 wings, six oh, fries, goodness. like two litres of Coke. They do beans, don't they? In a pot. Oh, you've got beans. 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 Well. The beans from KFC or like, Magical. I don't mm. know what the, I don't know what the hell you cook them with. Sugar and salt. But when you were hungover, <laughs> they are the holy grail. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> but you've you lost trail. Of honestly, on a more now. serious note, just because you can't see the point behind the challenge in time, doesn't mean that there isn't one. And I think this is now somewhere we'll we'll kind of take you into our own experiences and things that we've learned through both jobs, business, relationships, etc. And I think one of the earliest learning curves for me was I spoke about a lot of time was the police and Lucy actually mentioned this to me yesterday because I put it on a on Instagram story and I think you said to me like oh, does that feel like a waste of time like you waited a long part of your life didn't you yeah because you, you said how you did it because I think someone asked me a question about the police on Instagram story and how long I worked them for and for me I did three years voluntary for Merseyside Police and then I also did a three-year degree in criminology slash psychology and then worked two years full-time for Cheshire Police. So I'd put an awful lot of time and energy into a career which 
now is is <laughs> ended and yeah. I I mean there's a there's regret to have from but it's a big learning curve for me and I took a lot away from that experience in regards to it wasn't for me I learned that I enjoyed helping people but it was just in a lot in a much different way and different circumstances and it's mm-hmm. led me to what I do now in helping people with their health and fitness journey with their mindset with changing their bodies with changing the perspective on life and living a happier and more fulfilled life and that for me was not a waste of time there was like six years of whatever I put into the police. It, it gave me a lot back. And if I didn't go through that time, I didn't go through some of the challenges there and then, then I wouldn't be at a place where I am now. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. And I think making mistakes, it's not necessarily a mistake what Ben did. It's just obviously like a different route he took. But making mistakes allows us to discover more about ourselves as people, mm. um, as friends, as business owners, as employees and so on. And in business, in fact, they can be viable lessons to actually enable growth as a person um, who makes few... So basically, if you make few mistakes, you'll make little progress. Mm. If you make a lot of mistakes and you learn failure, you'll make a hell a lot more progress because you're always learning and you're always growing. And one of the, I guess, one of the first business mistakes we kind of made together was the price of the My Coach School. Are we doing this in like a chronological It's kind order? of chronological. Because I think there's something before that. Oh God, yeah, you go shall with I go that. Into, shall I go into this you bit? You go with that There's just something that even you did work on to a certain extent, didn't you? Yeah. Well, well this, this is, yeah. Do you know what? And I don't so think random. anyone, I actually don't think anyone knows about this and it is such a weird thing to talk about because I believed so much in this project when I first started with it. And uh, it happened, I went into the project with one of my best mates at the time and we actually owned a clothing brand. Um, I think it must have been like four years ago now. And it's when you started working with us, didn't you? And um, owned the clothing brand and I put a lot, a lot of time into it. Put like two years into it. Uh, on and off with the coaching that I was doing at the same time and probably spent on it somewhere around between like 60 to 80 grand uh, in, in that mm, time period, yeah. which for me, at that time, I was taking home like 300 pounds a month, I didn't have a pot to piss in and I was just putting all the money back into the... Into this the, was after he left the police, by the, the big, way. And it was still up until like recently, there was a lot of debt that was still hanging around from all the money that we spent on the, the brand mm. and we spent 40,000 pounds on a standard body power this stand honestly we arrived and the stand wasn't up when we arrived on the day of body power and it was just you know when there's so much stress and also during this period I just started coaching with Ben but I was also doing my dissertation and I was like a full-time uni student full-time like influencer coach everything then we had this on top of it I was like what is what the fuck is going on it was crazy, wasn't it? We arrived there, no joke, it must have been like 6am in the morning. The stand wasn't there, <laughs> like nothing was ready, which it was supposed to be. I don't know why I'm laughing, and then, it was awful. And then it was like, oh, it'll be ready, you'll, you'll be up by 6pm. No joke, we hadn't even started building the stand by 6pm because the materials mm-hmm. weren't there. So we ended up doing it all night until 7am the next morning to get it up. Went to bed for an hour and then went back into like the biggest day, well, what we thought was the biggest day of our lives in regards to the, the brand at the time, which was which is that weekend, the body power. Mm. Yeah, that was, again, massive learning curve. Well, yeah, because in the end, it, it turned out not the way you wanted it to be. But there's so many things that I learned for that period of owning mm. and being a business owner and 
pouring money into wrong avenues, making mistakes. And I'm so glad that I made those mistakes. I'm so glad that in some regards now that I spent that money. And at the time when you make those mistakes and those problems occur, and they're real life problems like financially, having no money, making big mistakes, seeing your business not go the way that you want it to. There's, there's things that you can learn from that and there's things that I've taken away from that that I've now learned within the business that we own now and how that's obviously like kind of propelled us to do what we're doing today. And without those mistakes, then I could still be making them. And I think the biggest thing is that you don't continue to make them. Yeah, you, you always learn from them. This is like a really important point that a lot of the top entrepreneurs have, have stated, like Richard Branson and Mark Zuckerberg, where you have to make these huge mistakes. And I read one this morning, which was to do with Apple. And when they launched the iOS 6 or something, I'm, I'm not even sure there's been so many iOSs, I can't keep track. They launched the wrong type of maps. So billions of people got this new updated iOS software and it didn't work. And obviously for a company like Apple, that is a huge mistake, but they learn and they move forward. Mm -hmm. So what I was saying before, in terms of one of the business mistakes we made. Sorry, um, it always comes to mind now whenever you say Apple and whenever you say Apple, I can't not think about it. Do you remember that? People should remember this song. Do you remember that song, that Apple Pen song? Pineapple Pen. Apple Pen, Pineapple Pen. So this happened the other day when I was talking about my, I got a little Apple pen for my iPad and Ben started singing this song. I was like, what the hell are you on about? And you just started thinking, why is that a great story? That was the whole story. Because you've you've paid like £200 for a plastic pen and you haven't even got an iPad. The iPad's not arrived. I'm a bit concerned. The pen arrived two weeks ago (laughs) without the iPad, but we'll move on from that. You learn from your mistakes. Learn from my mistakes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so with the My Coach School, which now has nearly 35,000 members, which is just crazy to even think about. We initially, when we first started the school, as a business, we did not have a lot of money and we knew we wanted to build the school. We wanted to build this amazing community. And we thought, we really basically, we undervalued ourselves as coaches and what we were capable of. I think and you just told us on one of the biggest mistakes. There. Yeah, you undervalue yourself. And we never undervalued ourselves with our one-to-one coaching. We always knew our, our self-worth. But with the school, for some reason, we set the price at five ninety nine. Now, this was kind of going off the Netflix model as well. And the school is very much so like Netflix, but I can't, it's better because it's health and fitness and it's just incredible. And it's not just videos, but that was kind of like what we were basing it off. So the 599 made sense to us at the time. I cannot tell you how much we devalued ourselves. For one, it's worth so much more than 599. I mean, you can get a Starbucks coffee for 599. And it only hit us when we actually did an email course with Mr. Paul Moore. Isn't that mad by the way you just mentioned that? I'm going to meet him today. Yeah, Ben's off for lunch with Paul today. (laughs) And we did Paul's email course and it's absolutely fantastic. Would recommend it to anyone who does have a business as a sort of plug for Paul Moore. He's fantastic. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Unbelievable And he was just like laughing basically like, why the hell do you charge such a low price? And this is where we actually up the value to £15 and £40. And the value shows because people want that better service and they want to be coached by us. And it completely is worth its value. It's, It's money 
what's that term? Value for money mm-hmm. is what it was. But at the start, because we were a bit fearful of what people would say, like, oh, is it a bit risky to up the price? Like, oh, I'm not 100% sure. Like, will anyone buy it? Fuck that. You've just, you've got to know your own self-worth. But that's one of the things that I think I was going to talk about. This is one of the mistakes that you can make is the difference between imitation and motivation. Mm. The problem that we had at the very start of our business was that we were trying to imitate like the Netflix model. So we'd like, oh, we'll just do 5 99 because that's how much Netflix was. There's, there's a difference between imitating people directly and then taking motivation from people and you need to get that fine line between the two. One of the things that happened just before that, by the way, when we, me and Lucy were looking to build the school and the business that we have today is that we invested in a what I like to call a Primark website. Oh, oh you've actually put it on. I've actually you? written a Primark yeah. website. Because we set up this really cheap website because that's all that you could afford at the time. Yeah. But in essence, we probably could have took like a, a credit card or loan on to get something better. But well, we, yeah. we learned from this and we, within the first like, couple of, maybe was it, how long was it? We got like 300 members on, which we in were the, buzzing yeah, with. Yeah, in like the first month or so, like we had like 300 members. And then what happened was we, the website basically was a pile of absolute horse shit, crashed and we ended up losing all the members and all the work that we'd done for that period of time was just, washed away and it was absolutely heartbreaking at the time and we pretty much had to start again with a we rebuilt a new version of the school and we put a lot of time into it a lot of effort we had to restart from scratch with members and i remember at the time thinking i cried you were remember i cried in the gym I remember, and i was just trying to stay strong about it. i was like this is just the shittest thing ever and the worst thing ever and again this is the way that we talk to ourselves in regards to self-talk and this is what i'm going to touch on later is that we make problems a lot bigger by the way that we talk to ourselves and i just remember thinking this is this is shit like you how, think, you think how can we bounce how can we bounce back from this like yeah. we might as well quit and then you look like now two years on and we've got this brilliant platform we are also going into app development at the moment, which is going to be the next big stage of, of what we're doing. And we've got like nearly 35,000 members. And you, you look back to that time and think, wow, is this so awesome? But like, mm. we, we'd lost 300 members and we had to start again. Pro- most of those members probably just came straight back over to the new platform. And it's a big mistake. And you learn things from that first project that you take into the second project, which you never would have known before unless you'd made those initial mistakes. Yeah, I like, this is 100% where we learned so much from that period and I was only 21 I think when that happened so I was like relatively young in terms of like starting to own a business and then this massive thing happened I was like oh my god like is it even worth it I was already so stressed with uni but if you pay for a cheap website expect a cheap service and that's what I will say and like Ben said we could have taken that different crossroad route and we could have got a loan out or we could have done something differently. If, yeah. Well, if, if you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. Yeah, that's the allegor- allegor- algorithm. I'm not on Instagram. It's the anagram. No. Analogy. Analogy I was looking for. Monkeys <laughs> and peanuts. Because um, it's not only that, because with a lot of digital things and things online, if you do pay for a cheap service, the person who's kind of looking after it for you will handle the website cheaply. So mm-hmm. when ours crashed and the school, we lost all those members in that first month, it wasn't fixed because, we, well, one, we didn't have the money to pay for it. And two, we initially paid cheap. So that's kind of the service you should expect. And I think you have to understand, like you have to expect certain things if you go down different paths and different routes. And that brings us on to another mistake that we made 
which was, you know, those companies who sell you, this is actually before I started with Ben, you know, those companies who say to you, I'll make you into a seven figure business in three months. Yes, fucking fantastic. Let's absolutely go for I it. I absolutely see you next Tuesdays. Yeah. I mean, they are not going to make you into a seven figure business in a couple of months. If you ever see an advertisement for one of those, do not fall into the trap. For one, I will not give the name of the companies who we chose to go with, but these these companies cost around 2.5K to 3K a month. A couple of years ago, we couldn't afford that, but guess what? We did it anyway. I think we paid did... about a grand a month. I don't think we are paying that much at the time. That was just for the, for the PR. It was 2.5. Oh, yeah, yeah. And honestly, when I say we, we saw no return, we saw absolutely no return. And again... Well, in monetary value. Yeah, in monetary value. And again, really, really big learning curve. But I think we had to make that mistake. Like that was kind of a necessary step we needed to take to kind of understand and how we grew as people where we understood how those businesses kind of work because that those seven figure businesses, they always brand themselves as like these amazing marketing companies and they're not. Like our marketing, our marketing team currently is the best thing that ever happened to us and our business. But the seven figure business two and a half years ago was not. It was not the right time. We were not in the right headspace, the right place. But again, I think we had to make that mistake to understand where we were at as a business. I think even with some of those decisions though, like it's not just about it being a mistake, like because we've paid for things and we've wasted a lot of money down different rabbit holes. But maybe those rabbit holes just weren't right for us at that time. I mean, yeah. there might be times in the future where we, re- we reinvest into some areas where it is necessary. So yeah. I think with some things, when you're making mistakes, it might just be, not be the right time for you or in your life of what you're doing. So I think that's always important to to realize as well. And again, you'll always learn a lot. I mean, there's things that we had to learn from, redo ourselves and manually do. Like there's things I've had to do on the website for us before. I don't know fuck all about websites, but it's made me learn a lot about the website and it's made me learn other things in life because I fucked up and had to do it myself. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not always the best way to do things, but you do learn through those experiences. And now I just want to move things slightly away from business. And this was something that happened you can't really call it a mistake well I suppose everything is your own fault but when I was 16 I broke my leg and I suppose I can relate it to being my fault because I slid in for a challenge with this guy when I was playing footy and I planted my foot on the floor and he just came sliding right through the side of me and just snapped my tibia it's not it's not good it's not good it's not not ideal when you're playing football on a Sunday it's not but what that then did is because I was kind of already on the fringes of being in the gym and training and doing things anyway. At that time, I couldn't play footy for like a good six months. And at that time, it was my life. So I just was going to the gym more and more. And I remember my mum had just dropped me off at the gym on my crutches and go in, train from her body. And the more and more I was doing it, the more I was starting to just fall in love with training. <clears throat> Sorry. And even when I could then start playing football again, I started playing football, but my, my my passion was really started to come into the gym. And I really believe that if I didn't break my leg, then I maybe wouldn't have become as passionate about training and about the gym. Yeah. So for me at that time, I was like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. I can't play football. I can't go out. I can't do the things. I can't run. But if, I hadn't, if that hadn't happened to me, if I hadn't broke my leg, I might not have become as passionate about the gym. 
I might not have gone into a career of personal training. I might not have started coaching. All these kind of like implications of when negatives happen in your life, they always have a knock-on effect to something else. So if that hadn't happened, I don't know where I may have been. And these small things that can always lead to bigger stepping stones to something that you don't even realize is going to happen. Well, they always create new opportunity, mm-hmm. opportunities that you hadn't even thought about. And I had this, I mean, I get this question all the time, but I did my A-levels while still being a full-time swimmer. So I really, really struggled um, with doing my A-levels. When you're training nine times a week, you have no time to even think, let alone revise. Um, and I got three Bs, I think, or BBC. And I'd applied to Manchester Uni and I needed three Bs to get in and I just at that time I was like oh my god like this is traumatic this is awful like I should have worked harder I should and this I should have done that and I ended up just going forward with Man Met which is like the Metropolitan uh, Uni not like the Red Brick Man Uni which I was dying to go to and I made like a last minute decision at the end of August right basically when people moving into their accommodation I was like maybe I should just get a remark like just try it I got a remark I got all my grades, I got into Man Uni and then within the first year of Manchester Uni I started my business in terms of like Lucy Davis Fit kind of social media vibe and then I met Ben and we started the school but everyone always says to me like do you regret going to university because obviously you have a fitness business now like do you use your degree, was it a waste of time, basically did I make a mistake of going to uni when not necessarily did I need to go, it was kind of like one of those things at the time that everyone did um but I do think that's changed quite a lot now in terms of people going to uni I feel like there's so many more different avenues rather than just being like do your A-levels go to uni but I don't regret it it made me very independent I did do business at uni as well like business marketing and events so obviously it helps the fact now that I do have a business and I met the most amazing people and I would never ever change those memories. Yes, I was stressed for, out of my mind for the last two years. Like my hair was falling out and things and I was just, I couldn't really cope. But I don't regret it because it literally made me so strong as a person and like maybe to realize how capable I am of so many different things. Mm-hmm. So it's not, a, it's, it's not a mistake, but it's definitely something that I learned from. I think there's loads of little things like that we can mm. learn from again at the time you don't realise even with relationships and previous relationships with a lot of people like some people may um, for example dive into relationships after knowing someone for a couple of weeks and then get heartbroken mm. and maybe next time it'll make you think twice about well do I need to get to know this person a little bit better do I need to find out more about this person is this person yeah. right am I just attracted to this person just for purely the way they look and that's why I've got hair because when I got to know them better mm not really for me and I think that is gives you some substance in itself to think about the next time that you're going to go into a relationship with someone I don't mean be defensive and be cut off from anyone and everything but you can learn and kind of feel your way around before not literally by the way don't be mm-hmm. disgusting. <laughs> before, before you dive into a relationship with someone else so there's always there's always learning curves and things that we can we can learn and the thing that I've gotten from experiences is that sometimes it's so hard to look at it when something fucks up and I'm thinking like how is this going to help me because you never think that at the time do you like you never think oh this is going to be fucking brilliant how's this going to help me in the future you never think that because you your immediate thought is fuck isn't it it's why is this happening to me and 
it's the way this is the biggest thing that I want to get across to people today is it's the way that we talk to ourselves afterwards that makes the biggest difference so in, instead of thinking like why and and how life is so unfair and why always me there's a quote that I've actually wanted to include today and do you, have you ever heard someone called Marcus? Marcus Aurelius yes that's like the um the stoic and the daily stoic mm-hmm. he's in that yeah, book yeah. a lot and I've and read that he um one of the quotes that he came up was is reject your sense of injury and injury itself disappears so if we don't see something or it as a problem but more as a stepping stone the problem itself that weighs so heavy on us will eventually be the springboard to what we actually want or what we actually deserve in life that's a long quote that's not his quote. The end bit was my bit. Oh. His his quote was just... I thought Ben was being all philosophical. No, well, his his quote is, reject your sense of injury and the injury itself will disappear. So if you don't see that thing as a problem, then the problem will go away. Ah, uh, okay. It's all our yeah, perception of how we view things. The, the, the other spilly bit was just me waffling on. No, I was just making sense of the first bit. And no, it completely does make sense. Like if you, yeah, reject your sense of injury and then the injury itself disappears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no makes complete sense so it's only the perception of the situation that pulls us down it's all it's the way that we perceive it that creates such a negative ripple effect well that's if you if you think negative negative things happen and i always say this if you always think of the negatives and situations and oh this is gonna happen i feel sorry for myself oh god but it's gonna be really bad it's gonna be a bad ending well yeah probably if you think like that it <laughs> probably will be but that's so hard because i did it the other day the and it wasn't until you said to me like when you when you're in that negative mindset and i always believe in that law of attraction negative it's like those days where you think why is everything going wrong for me today it's because once that one negative thing happens yeah. and you perceive it like that it will just continue to happen because you're attracting those things and it's like that week that i my instagram got hacked I was like, the Instagram's got hacked. I was like, why is this going wrong? The website's getting hacked. What? And then what, like little things just add up and accumulate. And you're like, why has it always happened to me? And it's not until you said to me, if you're going to continue to be in this negative mindset, because it's still easy to slip into, you're going to continue to welcome more negativity in your life. And it wasn't until you said that to me again that I woke up and kind of realized and was like, shit, yeah, I need to, to kind of start thinking positive and those vibrations that I'm then putting out will start attracting positive things back into my life. Yeah, I think as well, obviously when that happened with Ben, he was very, obviously very pessimistic throughout that whole period, which is completely understandable. I mean, I would have been very upset if that happened to me. But his negativity started to sound like complaining and moaning and how hard life was for him. And I just had to turn around and say, like, shut the fuck up because you're you're attracting all this negativity into yourself and I can see it already affecting you and that's not like Ben like you guys know Ben he's the most positive bubbly happy guy so determined oh, well, so this was a complete I'm sorry I've just I, called I, you a moaner I need to I need a video you're saying that because uh, <laughs> it's not very often that I get that many compliments yeah you do but when he was like moaning, complaining, I was like, what is going on? This is not him. And I think maybe if you have someone who is close to you or a friend or family member who is going through a negative time, it might be worth just saying to them, look like, start feeling sorry for yourself Mm -hmm. because it's actually not happening to you and this is your own fault. Everything happens for a reason. Stop being so negative because you're coming across as a moaner. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes a moaner or somebody who complains a lot because bad shit will continue to happen. Yeah, well, it's 
it's sometimes it's just giving your head a wobble and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't until then and you, you said that to me and then I started thinking right especially with the Instagram thing I was like okay I'll have to start a new page so what am I going on the page how can I give value to people again I started to think is it see it as an opportunity to start something new rather than seeing it as a big massive negative yeah. even though I've got to make count back it's seeing those problems sometimes as opp- opportunities and again like we spoke about briefly before the tragic events that we often experience will lead to the next part of our lives so something that we didn't anticipate as for example most things in life are connected so if, mm. if you can i don't know even try and do this now or if you're listening try and even pause the podcast and think about this think of something positive that has happened recently now is the potential that is off the back of a problem or something negative happening like has that positive or has that good thing come off the back of something negative I'm trying to think of something that's recently happened to me. I mean, I won't wait around forever, but for people listening to the podcast, if you can even pause it and just try and think of something recently that is good that has happened, has it come off the back of something that you thought was a problem or something that you thought was a negative? I have, yes. Go for it. Just in terms of like, so with the My Coach School of the launch of the new eight-week challenge, which was just the best challenge we've ever done. So that's the positive, by the way. It is the best challenge we'd ever done. On the day before the launch, we had a website glitch. So that was the negative, but it was the best challenge. Mm-hmm. So if that makes sense, it was, a re- it was a really stressful weekend, a very, very bad situation. And we managed to turn it around and it's mm-hmm. the best challenge we ever did. So that came off the back of a negative. I'm sure. A fearful situation. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure just during the time frame that we're in, I know there's been a lot of negativity because of COVID, but I'm sure for some people there will be some benefits that have come off it and off mm-hmm. the back of it. So I think that's, that's an important one just to to think about and kind of contemplate today. Yeah, I think just, sorry, just to add on to that, I think it's important to take a moment to realize where you went wrong and then what the causation behind the mistake really was because I think actually understanding a mistake. So when a mistake happens, whether it's with, within business or personal or friendship go back and kind of realize what that mistake was and kind of break it down a bit and analyze it and then you know you won't make that mistake again or if it does happen you know what to do straight away and you're much more prepared when something like that happens that's so weird you know i'm sure you just read my mind because i was literally just about to talk about lessons repeating themselves i'm i'm a mind reader (laughs) why what's going on in your head just leave it the the best way to sometimes confirm whether you've learned the lesson is to be tested again and that's what happens sometimes in lives lives in life is that we often occur the same problems more than once because life tests again just to make sure that and and see we will learn from it it's kind of like when you're in school and like oh yeah, yeah i know that and then you're tested on it by a big fat shitty test and then you get Donald Trumped as it a you haven't got a clue mm. because you don't really know. like so many people in life go yeah I know but you, you, you don't really know though do you, you yeah you do people not just know. say that to kind of bat it yeah, off yeah and you don't know and just saying that you've learned a le- your lesson sometimes isn't enough you have to prove it to yourself and again it, it, it can I, I'll refer back to relationships if you've dived into a relationship because you were physically attracted to someone and that you've later down the line got hurt because they were an absolute ball bag, then life may test you again by putting someone in front of you who's really attractive 
and test you to see whether you're going to fall into that same trap again that the you dived in head first and not really got to know the person before mm-hmm. doing it and you could end up getting heartbroken again yeah of course and I think with mistakes you have to expect them well you're so, so weird, in terms you know. of like honestly I've literally <laughs> on the show notes about to talk about this well if you know that they will happen and you're not fearful of them you will understand that mistakes are a part of the process of growth and development. Mm -hmm. If you kind of go through life thinking nothing will happen to me, like I'll never fail, I'll never make mistakes. Wow, you will have a shock when you do fail or when a mistake does happen because you haven't expected it and you've been so fearful of it. But all the best things in life happen on the other side of fear. Mm -hmm. And I say that all the time. I filmed a YouTube video yesterday, which was the scariest YouTube video of my whole entire life. I opened up about my journey with my eating disorder. Or got a little bit emotional yesterday, didn't I? I got very emotional. I cried during the video. I cried when I came back inside because I was so fearful of doing it. But I know that video will help so many people on, on the back, well, I hope so, on, on the back end of it. So that's the only reason that I kind of, I kind of did mm-hmm. it because it will help me grow and develop as a person from doing that video. I think what you've touched on there though requires some balance because I still believe that we are what we attract. So if you're constantly living on the edge of fear and not doing it, you'll often not do things. So it's sometimes mm-hmm. getting a balance. So I don't believe that people should be wary all the time or even worry about these things because I think some people actually do this and stop themselves from making mistakes, which is what we learn from. I people who will go through life worrying so much that they end up staying in the same job they hate or work nine to five going through the daily shitty existence to survive or just pay bills and that's not life that's not having a purpose they just do it because they're scared of taking a risk or making a mistake and that's sometimes that we have to get that balance because we have to make mistakes if we want to get to to something that we desire or want to or want to do and that was amazing yesterday actually with we had a message on the My Coach School page and a girl messaged, she was like, thank you so much for oh, your amazing. podcast about the work-life balance. We did this with Jay Alderton and she said, I've been really unhappy in my job. I've not felt fulfilled. I've not felt happy. I know there's more purpose. And she loves dog walking. And she's like, I've just handed in my notice and as of the 1st of October, I'm going to be a full-time self-employed dog walker. Can I make goosebumps out, you know? honestly like receiving that message was absolutely mind-blowing because she is now going to do something where yeah it can be be scary and fearful and there's risk involved as I said before they're always with with entrepreneurship but she's doing it because she's she's going to be happier mm. and she's going to be going to be more fulfilled god never got chose up then and she's going to be more fulfilled and it's absolutely incredible to hear stories like that and to hear things like that. But she'll make mistakes along the way and she'll question her, her judgment to whether that was the right thing to do. But if she gets yeah, through that, that... From day one. <laughs> yeah, if she gets through that, then there'll, there'll, be, there'll be a win on the other side. I think that's a big thing. And I think the thing a lot of the time is that we feel ashamed by failure and we continue to try and dig ourselves out of mistakes rather than accepting them and learning and winning from them. So I think... There's a, there's a couple of things that people just need to take away. And one of them is that we have to take blame. Like you have to acknowledge that 
things are your fault because if you don't then you're going to forever just blame those mistakes or problems on someone else and you can never really take um, responsibility for them and take action on them I think the other thing that we need to do is is, is focus on you so drop the whole pride and, and, and kind of accept again that mistake that you've made and stop trying to like for example with the business I had to accept that it was fucked and it wasn't going anywhere drop my pride drop my ego I'd failed but I learned from that failure is that the clothing one yeah yeah and again the biggest one for me is the whole self-talk and the way that we talk mm. to ourselves because if we start seeing things as opportunities again the stepping stones from those mistakes we can change things and we we put out those positive vibrations and positive things will come back to us I'm a big believer in that and then the other thing is just don't be so fixated on the success that again you don't realize that those mistakes are big big vital parts of of what we're doing Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. because when that happens it'll be a shock to your system if you are solely just fixated on being successful Mm -hmm. and i just want to quickly finish on this quote and i'm still kind of figuring this one out myself Oh, God, it's going to take me a while. I'm re- I really struggle hearing quotes and trying to make sense of them, don't I? Well, it's, it's a quote that I've taken and I've heard a lot of times and you will have heard a lot of times before, but I've sort of changed it to suit what I believe in. And it's that quote that life is 10% what happens to us and 90% how we react. Yeah, no, ha- I get that. However, I would argue that life is 90% what we make of it and then 10% is what we deserve or what we attract. Yeah, I prefer that. Because yeah, I, I really always good. believe that we attract what we put out. So if that 90% of what you're putting out is positivity, you're going to attract positivity back. If what you're putting out is negative, you're going to attract that back. I don't believe yeah. that life is just how we react to things. I believe that we are responsible of what comes to us, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. And if you are just giving out negativity and negative vibes and moaning and complaining and, oh, life's so hard. Well, yeah, do you know what? Life is going to be really hard for you. Mm-hmm. You have to just, as Ben said, you've got to give out that 90% of happiness and more positivity and accept that those mistakes are going to happen and it'll be rewarding. Yeah. Well, it's like you. one of the biggest things for me to accept in life that I was born with small calves. I mean, <laughs> I, have to tra- I was in that small calf I mean, crew and I have to train them. Accept. I have to train them every single day to get them up. But Except I've got bigger calves than him. This is why it's very okay. On that note, we're going to end the podcast because now you just humiliate me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast and sharing it on social media and tagging the My Coach School. And also, massive welcome to all our new incredible members of the school. Mm-hmm. You can we can go to www.mycoachschool.com and join the inner circle and change your life yeah i just think on that note i think a lot of people think that they couldn't join the school because the challenge just started you can start on our, our coaching platform school anytime you like and we just put two new brand new programs on there one which is build your glutes and then mine is the new back to basics program and again both guys and girls can switch around and do either program mm-hmm. it's, there's no sexism here you can you no, can get involved whatever in whatever you, you like do. and both those programs are brilliant especially um if you are going from home training back to the gym or you just want to improve or you want to strip things back and get back to the fundamentals of lifting, hypertrophy and overload and developing yourself in a way that is enjoyable and where you're not in the gym for hours on end and so that you can, can increase your confidence within the gym by following something daily that is proven and gets results. Yeah, I think what's important as well just on that is with the school, 
and we always get this as amazing feedback you're not just watching us do the exercises because we may as well just have an instagram page we actually talk through every single exercise with you we give you cues we give you technique points so you know exactly what you're doing so you can actually benefit the most from your training rather than just watching us you hear it straight Mm -hmm. from the horse's mouth but yeah on that note guys have a wonderful day please if you can take 10 seconds to leave a review on the podcast and if you found it helpful make sure that you tell someone else about it yeah tell someone else share it let us know what you think but yeah have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are in the world and we'll catch you soon take care guys bye guys